You're listening to Written in the Cars, the podcast where we try to piece together the rules of the universe of Pixar's cars. If you are here to hear a discussion involving faceless cars, you have gone astray. If not, then buckle up because it's going to be a bumpy ride and we will not turn this car around. Penis. Is it working? Can we just can we just go around in a circle and just really penis? Penis. Cool. Hi everybody, welcome back to Written in the Cars. I'm your host Ashton and uh, I've been cursed by God to solve the Cars universe and I cannot rest until I do so. Malibu Barbie, Malibu Ken, and now, well, <laughs> me. Hi, I'm Paige Turner. Uh, welcome to Written in the Cars, the podcast where we go through the Cars universe and try and figure out just what the heck is going on in that zany little thing. And we have a guest today, as we often do. Um, I can't top that. Anyway, hey, it's your resident Owen Wilson expert, Hannah, back again for another masochistic hour. I just... And you know this hour is going to be masochistic because we watched episodes oh. four, five, and six Jesus of Cars God. on the Road. And... Never and- in my life. Listen, when we watched Cars 2, I was like, my God, like compared to Cars 1, it's fucking insane. And like, mm-hmm. I thought Cars 1 was insane. And I felt so naive when I watched Cars 2. And this is how I feel about the first three episodes. Where like, I watched these three and I was like, the first three episodes were so normal the first three episodes make sense compared to these three episodes i'm so upset about these three episodes oh yeah true i'm so upset i didn't think i didn't think it could get worse and i don't know why i thought that because obviously it could get worse mater got fucked by six trucks at a time he did not get fucked he did get fucked but he 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 got he didn't get fucked they thrust in and out of him. Maybe he got fucked. I don't remember that. I just watched it, but I don't remember that. There was so much. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Shall we're getting we? Ahead of ourselves. The wheel, the wheel, this, the, the spinning wheel. Are we ready to rumble? Fuck yes. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Yeah. Spin that wheel. There we go. I love the wheel. There he goes, my beautiful boy. Oh, we did this last time. Spin again. Yeah, let's do it again. Fast Here we go. Yeah, spin yeah. that wheel. Let's see the beautiful greens and yellows turn, baby turn. Yeah. What is your best <laughs> Cars Universe pickup line? We talked about this last yeah, we week. Fuck, <laughs> do it again. Okay, here we go. There it is! Here it goes! Yeah! I love it! I love this video! Okay. If you were a car, what would your pun name be? Leave the silence in. Uh, just so we're all on the same page, I'm Ashton Martin. I think think we decided I'm Gage Turner. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I mean, Hannah is short for for Hannastasia, so... Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I say things just for Ashton. <laughs> That's your ideal audience. It's the ideal audience for this podcast. It's true, I yeah. would fucking love this podcast if I wasn't on it. Dude, I would be telling yeah, you guys about it every fucking week. 
I feel like there's something we can do with steel, right? That's what I'm looking you for. You could just keep it the same thing, right? You could, it could just stay steel. It could just be Hannah's steel, but you drop the E off the end. Yeah, that that's a Pixar Cars name right there, if I've ever heard it. I mean, it kind of is, actually. Because that is also, that is a spy car name. You would fucking You're right. be right next to Finn McMissile. Uh, actually, Finn McMissile and I had a torrid affair back in the '60s. Oh, you're the bond. You're the you're the McMissile girl. Yeah, I was the McMissile girl. I was his secretary, but you know we haven't seen each other in 45 years, and since then I've become a super spy. That's what. Of course. That's. I the can't vibe. wait for the like kind of shitty prequel with Daniel Craig as Finn McMissile. I mean, why would we not just get Michael Caine to do it at this point? Or me. Hey Ashton, can I get a can I get a quick Michael Caine? Oh yeah, I can totally do a Michael Caine. What do you want? Uh, Michael Caine. He only Michael. says his old name. Can you like do Michael Caine on a roller a roller coaster <laughs> for me? Michael Caine on a roller coaster. On a roller coaster, and I love I love roller coasters. <laughs> can you do Michael Caine that's on a roller coaster but doesn't want to be on the roller coaster? I'm Michael Caine. This roller coaster is too fast. Fast, fast, yeah. This roller coaster is too fast, and it scares me and my old bones. Whenever I hear your Michael Caine impression, I just assume I've never seen a movie with Michael Caine in it, <laughs> despite the fact that he was in Cars 2. Actually, I was in Cars 2. I actually am Michael Caine. Oh my god. It's a grift I've been doing for the past few years. I'm really proud of you. That's a, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good grift. Um, anyway, um, I guess we have to talk about Almorello. Like, truly anything to not talk about these three episodes, right? I, I, I was so upset by these three episodes. Like, it was, listen, I watched episodes of Penny Dreadful with my mother in the room. Like, we watched Penny Dreadful together. And this, watching this alone was worse than that. I felt more uncomfortable than seeing Reeb Carney's bare ass. <laughs> in an orgy scene with my mother that's how insane these episodes are uh, like where do we what i know where we start but where do we start you know so episode four kicks off it's called the legend the legend they're in the fucking woods somewhere some people are hunting bigfoot okay now let's we're already already there's a problem why is it not big tire tell me right now why it's bigfoot why is it bigfoot uh, do you know how upsetting wait did you i've already zoned out because i was thinking about how shit this is did you guys say what the episode is yes yeah. they're going camping and now they join a group of fucking cryptid hunters to find bigfoot yeah mm -hmm. that's it that's the whole plot that's the whole plot to find bigfoot <laughs> yeah Big, sorry, I don't, I don't think you heard me. Big foot. Big tire was right there. It's so easy. I think it's big wheel though, right? Because big wheel is like the name of the toy. Do so you think grease, grease your wheels is a pickup line in the Cars universe? Like, baby, you can grease my wheels. Ooh. Hey, baby, let me grease your wheels, shouts the bulldozer as you pass the work site. Mm -hmm. Foot? Foot. Nothing in the Cars universe has a foot. That means that the concept of feet 
exist in this universe. Oh my god, I want to I want to quit the show. I want the show to end. I want it Which to means end. That there's the possibility of foot fetishists in the cars. I want to fucking die. This is my 13th fucking reason right here, and that is foot <laughs> in cars, okay? I hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm so upset by this. I'm like, I was on the verge of tears this whole time. I still am. I've been refusing to take notes about cars on the road. There is one thing before Bigfoot. I burned myself. I did it. Shut up. <laughs> Shut Officially called. I, I have a cup of tea. And I was like, I was bringing it in the room. Like, just so you know, I'm going to burn the shit out of myself at some point. Said, you... That'll make good. That'll make good podcasting. And I went, cool, good. And it's just happened. Like, not even... <laughs> Not even like twenty minutes in. The campfire, the campfire, the uh, the episode opens with Lightning McQueen making a fucking campfire. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. So that implies two things immediately to me: one, that cars get cold. We know they that. do. They get hypothermia. Yep. Two, that cars eat food that needs to be cooked on a fire. And I mean, at this point, we've already established that they do eat food as we in the human world understand it, but every reminder of it is so upsetting. They also said Mothman. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Man? A moth, moth, sure, sure, sure. Moth, sure. Man? You don't think that someone in the five Cars movies has said, come on, man, or something? It's a conspiracy, man. It's the closer yeah. of your own episode. Yeah. Like, like They know that men exist. They have men and women for some fucking reason, for some god-awful reason. So do they call themselves men and women, but just the concept of man and woman is not our concept? It's just Cars? Like, was there... I mean, there was hypothetically, a car's Adam and Eve. Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know how uh, God took, like, Adam's rib and made woman? <laughs> what what part of the car did God take to make car Eve? Spare tire. Oh! No! <laughs> That's it! All right, conversation over. They just done it again. I think we maybe need to proceed with the assumption that man and woman is as we conceive it in our human universe, except for man refers to car man and woman refers to car woman. Show me Lightning McQueen's cock is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, he probably has one. You know that guy's hung. I eat yeah. on, no, see, I was going to say, I bet it's shorter than he wants it to be. That's why he's <laughs> like that. He knows how to use it, though. Maybe Lightning McQueen has a chode. I don't ever want to, I don't want to hear those words in the same sentence again in my life. <laughs> ever. Hey, did anyone else think that Lightning McQueen was acting like a super jealous boyfriend when yes. <laughs> he was like, Mater was supposed to be our night, like, you know, just you and me, yeah. like our time. Like, Lightning, you're on a solo road trip with Mater across the country. Why do you need you time? Wait, you, you brought your friends along? Do you pencil fucking in to the itinerary? They're definitely broke back mountaining, right? Yes, it has to be. But he, like, so Lightning gets upset that Mater invites people over. He doesn't get upset 
about Ivy. Presumably because Ivy is a lesbian. Obviously. But, well, yeah, that's really funny because one of the things I wrote down is, do you think Ivy thinks McQueen is flirting with her? No, she's autistic. She doesn't have any idea. Well, I think that if Lightning McQueen wasn't dating Sally, then he would date Ivy, which is apparently something I think about every female car in this universe. Just to like make sure we have the cryptids that they specifically mentioned, they mentioned Chupacabra, which we know it exists. Uh, they got Mothman. And they got Bigfoot. Now, here's my question. Do we think that cryptids in the Cars universe are just regular people? Like, what if Bigfoot was just a man? But the fucking thing, like, their blurry picture looked like a car. That's, I mean, yeah, that's also true. Maybe Mothman specifically is, like, just just a flying No, man. I think we have to move forward with the presumption that man means man car and woman means woman car. But can we say that at least there has to be one cryptid out there that is just a man? Oh, 100%. I like the inverse of that. That that implies that there's a cryptid in our world that's, oh, fuck. I was going to say it's just a car, but the, I mean, Route 666, Supernatural. Yeah, the racist there it is, an racist car from Supernatural, yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about the part in the episode. All right, so like, a mater finds these cryptid hunting friends. He convinces Lightning to help them find Bigfoot. Lightning gets scared because he sees Ivy in the woods. The swing with them. Yeah, that's what, I'm sorry. That's what it fucking felt like, right? Mater was like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Like, what are you guys doing tonight? Right? Like, I thought Mater was wanted to do an orgy, which she does later. Hey, we saw you from across the campsite and we loved your vibe. One rule though, no condoms. Anyway. How awful. Well, Ivy kidnaps Lightning McQueen, which everyone is then totally okay with. In a scene, by the way, that kidnapping scene looked exactly like that scene in Eclipse where they're all chasing after Victoria. Do you know what I'm talking about? And uh, and Emmett like jumps over the line and gets tackled by a wolf. I, I, I assumed you guys were going to immediately agree because you knew Twilight like I did. No, listen, it does look like a Twilight chase scene. My next note is, uh, this is truly the worst thing I've ever seen. And I think that was when it, like... So, okay. So Lightning McQueen gets caught by what he imagines is Bigfoot, right? And he wakes up tied to the ceiling. Do you know what it reminded me of? A sex swing? No, but I like where your head is at. There's a game called Inscription, and it's a horror-themed deck builder where you play as someone who has been kidnapped by a monster and you've been trapped in a cabin. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. He's literally, like, hanging from the ceiling. And also, it's like he wakes up in this cabin to some fucking EDM music. Some Eurobeat. They had Scooter on. Yeah. And, I mean, the car that kidnapped him is just fucking rocking out to this shit like so much so that it was so uncomfortable for me because i was like like imagine if you were kidnapped you wake up fucking tied and hanging from a ceiling of a cabin and the person who kidnapped you is fucking dancing to euro beats right 
It's a horrible song. They're doing Fortnite dances in the corner. No, this song sucked. They went so hard on the musical episode and that's the dance song they came up with. Awful. I just want to get to the part where they kidnap the cryptid hunters and they yell they're draining him. And then they say they want to suck the living essence from their husks. And a shout out to a, a, a patented Owen Wilson line. What are you talking about? We got one of those in this episode. I hated how good that was. <laughs> you could you could be a voice double. Like ADR something in. You could do it. <laughs> you know, we have to do like a five minute bonus episode where it's just Owen Wilson and Michael Caine having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They're like trapped on a broken roller coaster. You, we can't do it because I refuse to participate in such an exercise. So yeah, they they scare the Bigfoot hunters away because it turns out this is not Bigfoot. This is a monster truck just covered in filth. Yeah. Just head to toe in moss and gross things. I'm sure poop because cars probably poop. I don't know. Oh, they do. They, I've I mean, seen uh, it. I don't want to talk about it though. Yeah. This, man, this has just been a rough day specifically because cars it's been a rough day this car who is a former monster truck who Mm -hmm. did a bunch of shows and she liked performing yeah then she quit presumably because she killed a bunch of people here's the thing monster trucks thing isn't that they're supposed to jump over the cars it's that they're supposed to jump onto the cars and kill them yeah exactly i posit she was basically like a gladiator, like a pit fighting gladiator that did sport killings. Which is so sports. fucking haunting that like that is just okay in this universe, you know? It makes her hotter to me. It does make her hotter. And now I'm wondering if like well we know that crushing into like a square kills someone. Actually we don't. We just know that Leland Turbo was a square. Um we don't know if he's dead. But so in that case if she jumps off a ramp and crushes on just a car if she crushes that car, can you just replace all the parts? Did you guys ever watch Torchwood? No, but I've heard of it. It's the Doctor Who spinoff show about Captain Jack Harkness. Yeah, I did. So the final season of that show, the conceit is that, I don't remember how it happens, but like nobody can die. Like no matter like what happens to you, like if you are impaled through the heart, if they remove your brain, you are still alive. And so, like, they had, there would be rooms full of people who are, like, just, like, blood and viscera, essentially, but they're still alive. So what I'm saying is, does that happen to Cars? Okay, maybe. so, when we watched Cars 2, Paige had this horrific thought Mm -hmm. when they revealed the body of Leland Turbo, who was crushed by, like, a compactor. A little cube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was crushed into a little cube, which was horrible, horrifying, you know? terrifying. And so Paige had this disgusting thought Mm -hmm. and she was like, what if Leland Turbo is still alive in there? Because we don't know exactly what part of the car, you know, like how big is the car. I thought he was dead though. Well, they never said he's dead. They just showed him crushed into like a square. It goes back to like the ship of Theseus, right? It's like how much of a car can you take out before it's not alive and it's not a car anymore? And so like how much can you, if it's all smushed together... And you can replace a lot of the parts. At what point are you smushed enough to not be alive? Or if any, you know? So basically their plan to get rid of the monster hunters is we kidnap them. We hang them up. We make them think that there's some sort of 
alien shit happening. And they show Mater with like a bunch of like vacuum tubes and like wires like attached to him kind of where and he's like, ah, they're draining my life essence. Leave before they turn you into husks or whatever, whatever, you know, just shrug. Anyway, what if there's something that we don't know about yet? Like some other liquid that isn't like gas or oil or Like the NGE primordial soup. What? (laughs) You guys haven't seen Neon Genesis Evangelion? Dude, that song fucking slaps. It's unironically. It's extremely good. So they scare off the the monster hunters or the cryptid hunters, right? Mm -hmm. Which leads to Mater saying they didn't even try to rescue me, which is very funny. Yeah, that 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 kind of got me. They they really did just run without even trying to save Mater, who was essentially I would too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. After Cars 2, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I know about his sins. I'm not saving any sirs. <laughs> so they're like, all right, we're going to leave now. And Ivy's like, wait, 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 wait. Where are you guys going? Mm-hmm. And then they bring Ivy with them. Yeah. And it's assumed that now they're just going to bring Ivy to the wedding too. I don't know if that's assumed. I think they uh-huh. just think she's coming on a trip with them. But then Mater, I mean, Lightning was really upset that she was leaving. Maybe it was like a really so soon? Like you're not going to keep... I also thought it was disturbing that they mentioned eyes in this episode, which we know cars have. But again, any reference to any yeah. sort of real yeah. body mm-hmm. part as we understand it in our human world is upsetting to me. The next episode is called Showtime. And... Uh... This is a nothing episode to me, honestly. What are you fucking talking about? It opens with them going through a giant dead body. Literally driving through. They go. So Ivy and Mater and Lightning are on their road trip. Ivy is still covered in like moss and forest grime. Because apparently even though she was hermiting herself out, she just didn't take a shower or wash herself. And they go to like a car wash that also is like, uh, like Wizard of Oz, Emerald City. Get a body, get a body paint job. Like, can you dye my eyes to match my shoes? Kind of thing. And it looks like a whale, but it's a big boat. And the episode opens with them looking at it in kind of horror. And McQueen is like, Ivy, you don't have to do this. And she's like, yes, I do. And it pans out and it is like the husk, the, the, the bones, the body, the literal body of a boat, which as we know, are living beings. Yeah. I don't, I don't support this. What do you mean you don't support it? That's literally what happened. Do we think that it's kind of like taxidermy? Of a human? No, I don't think it's anything like taxidermy. Opening the episode right Open now. the episode, but I think it's more like one of those, like, because think about what the, the thing that they are trying to evoke here is like Americana weird things you see on road trips, right? Okay, now Paige, so, 
Tell me right now if there was a shower on the side of the road that was just a human man's face and it no, was open. No, you go through his asshole and out his mouth because that's what they did. If he's crouching like a dog and you have to walk through the man's asshole, this giant man, yeah. and you get washed on the way. There it is. And you get washed on the way. That is haunting. No, it is. I listen. That. I agree. That would be haunting. But in this, you it's can a, see that it's not. It's a submarine. It's, it's a like, submarine. Okay, but it's not actually made of submarine materials. It's like plaster. And like, it's like plaster and paint. It's like. No, a, it's metal. I, listen, we've had. we've. I think it's metal. Had, it's metal, but they've stylized it because it kind of looks like a whale. Okay, listen. But it's metal panels. Like, if you look Why closely. It looks like a whale. Because, because this show is fucked beyond no. belief. I know it looks like a whale, but listen to me. Every episode you and I had, like you and I specifically have this discussion where I'm like, no, they made it because that is the thing that they're trying to evoke here is like giant shoelaces that they made and like are put on display or like a weird plaster stucco whale sculpture that you have to okay, drive okay 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 i hear what you're saying i can concede to this being a construction yeah. like i can like this okay. is not a this is I not a body i believe that i believe that i believe i can yeah. i can accept that that I it was that it. is a construction mm -hmm. that does not remove the fact that their car wash is just a replica mm -hmm. of a body that you go yep. through the asshole and out the mouth. You know it. That's fucked. Yeah. I also would be like, hey, Ivy, you don't have to do this. But can I just say that the fucking car wash operator is now my favorite character in the Cars universe? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with him. I am obsessed with this dude. He's immediately so over it. He is. He's a fucking forklift, like, like... Guido in the labor force and he looks so done like this is like either this is a 16 year old and this is his summer job and he doesn't care or this is a 65 year old man who's dazed from retirement yeah. actually he wouldn't even be retiring because he definitely doesn't have a job with benefits this fucking little forklift guy. And I paused the credits to see if they gave him a name. And he wasn't even listed in the credits. So just either additional voices voiced his, like, one line or whatever. The credits were so long and it didn't credit this guy? There were no, so many credits. There were only, like, there were five people credited. There was Lightning, Vader, Ivy, and then the, the lesbian cars. But, like, this kid, this car reminds me of this kid who checked me out at Five Below once at King of Prussia. Um, if you're listening, maybe you'll know who you are. I've never seen a, a, a retail worker who hated not only their job, but themselves more. <laughs> this this guy, I really was afraid he was going to, like, commit in front of me. Like, <laughs> while checking out my items, ringing them up. And I, I got, like, a notebook and I got a Yu-Gi-Oh magnet. <laughs> That's it? He rung up the notebook. And then he went to ring up the magnet and it didn't, it wouldn't ring up. And he tried it, like he rung it like 20 times and it wouldn't come up. And then he like sighs and like starts <laughs> typing in the fucking barcode number and it doesn't work. 
I should say he rung it up, he put it in the bag, saw that it didn't ring up, and then took it back out and proceeded to do these things. Mm-hmm. And then he tried like a couple more times. And then I offered the price to him. I was like, well, it was this much. Because like, when I used to work retail, sometimes you could just like input like the price of the thing and like ring it up that way. So I was like, uh, it was whatever it was. He does not acknowledge me at all. I want to say that my existence was not acknowledged. He did not look at me at all the entire time. I came up and I said like, hi, nothing. Like not even a glance or like a nod. His facial expression did not change. He did not look at me. And then eventually after trying to scan this thing for like a minute, he just puts it back in the bag and tells me my total without the magnet. Like I, I paid like $4 for the fucking notebook and I did not pay for the Yu-Gi-Oh magnet. He did not say a word. He did not, I, again, I, he did not say a word to me. He said, the only thing that he said to me was your total is for whatever, because I was in Pennsylvania and there was sales tax. He did not look at me. He gave me that magnet for free instead of like it was i think he might have been a god i think (laughs) that i might have had an interaction with a higher power with the deity and all this to say this is this fucking car at the at the freaky body car wash yeah and this this interaction you had at five below was uh long enough ago that it is past the statute of limitations so you can't be arrested for shoplifting a Yu-Gi-Oh magnet I didn't shoplift a Yu-Gi-Oh magnet. I don't know what you're talking about. That's my girl. There you go. I was gifted. That wrong answer. You oh, okay. I was, I don't, magnet. I've never, never seen what is, what magnet. is the statute of limitations? I don't know. For a Yu-Gi-Oh magnet theft? Yeah. For like shoplifting. Specifically for a Yu-Gi-Oh magnet Just theft. in general. Cause this. But I think Yu-Gi-Oh magnets have their own. Okay. Well, well that's. Did you cross state lines with the Yu-Gi-Oh magnet you stole? <laughs> I did. I did cross state lines. Oh um, this, was, this was. This was. Maybe you could bleep out. You, maybe you could bleep out the number. But this was to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they hear, they're gonna know, right? No. Yeah. It, it was years ago. Great. And then I'll. Uh, you could also say like days as well, and that way it'll be like they'll never. Know. Yeah. Can we get a minutes? It was days ago. And I think the minutes was 525,600. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Does having the two lesbian cars on my smash list make me a clown fucker? No, because they weren't <laughs> dressed like, because they were not painted like clowns. That's they true, were they hot were. dots. Oh, oh, so the plot of this episode, dear listeners, is that not after, the car wash at all. after no. they go through the horrifying car wash, and they sort of demilfify Ivy, they're driving down an empty road and there's nothing around and they're commenting on how there's nothing around. There is one single shot that's like two frames long which is also in the trailer of a cloud that looks like a car Mm -hmm. with some exhaust coming out of the back which was upsetting but the plot of this episode is that they find a circus out in the middle of nowhere and they stop by this circus and lightning mcqueen is terrified of clowns he's valid almost all of the performers besides the car lesbians are dressed do i say painted 
painted. as clowns. And they put on a very impressive circus show for the audience of three, Lightning, Mater, and Ivy. And it is implied, it is kind of like Beauty and the Beast be our guest-esque, where they're <laughs> like, we haven't had anyone to entertain for so long. How are they in business? How are they supporting that many employees? And they take on Ivy at the end. Really, Ivy just kind of says, I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay here. Have they offered you a job? Okay, here's- They did. They said I could stay. Okay. Everything about this, this circus is so fucking malevolent and like- Yeah. Like- Including the lesbians. (laughs) I mean- they had some <laughs> they had some spooky makeup on in a very fun all, way. All lesbians are malevolent. You heard it here first. Yeah, including me. <laughs> so it was just a very scary circus, but then it didn't that didn't pay off at all. Like everything about the vibes of the circus were like the turn is we steal faces from and the clowns are wearing other people's face. But okay, like, well two things about it. Yeah. Because Paige, I do think you're wrong on one count, which is that nothing happened, that there was, like, nothing or no payoff. But well, there was no payoff to the malevolence. Like, it was just, like... That's true. But the thing that fucking really got me mm-hmm. was in an earlier episode, I don't remember what episode, but we had said, or you had said, mm-hmm. how does a clown car work? And it turns out the and answer is some weird unbirthing scenario thing. They cu- they jump out of the trunk. Yeah. They j- so like there is a part in this episode twice where it happens twice. There yeah. a bunch of littler cars jump out of the trunk of a bigger car. First of all, is this the first time we've seen a trunk open? Yeah, of course it is. Yes. And it was like a black void that car other cars jumped out of. That like it's not like. This was like a regular sedan and then a bunch of forklift clown cars jumped out of it. And like Lightning McQueen gags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I gagged. He gags because a bunch of cars jumped out of another car's asshole? <laughs> Question mark? He fully gags. Like this isn't us like interpreting. Like he does like the whole like fully like vomits in his mouth. Yeah, like it's beyond it. gagging. Like he... He literally vomits in his yeah. mouth and the subtitles say gags. Like And also like it wasn't just like, oh, they're just like popping out, whatever. It was like the trunk was, was like long. flexing and stretching around them. It was really It was like his sphincter, like he was doing <laughs> was, a little magic trick. It was so weird and fleshy. I hated it. And this whole scene is like so long. Yeah. Like it goes on before they even like go sit to watch the circus it's just them being accosted by these clowns just going fucking crazy around them like it's weird how much of this episode is just clowns are doing things like it really felt like a baby sensory video you know oh yeah but uh there are two lesbian cars yeah the one shining light um so they they uh after this long performance of cars jumping out of other cars pulsing sphincters or whatever the fuck it is they they go to like the actual like circus ring i guess to watch the show and i do like that the three of them sit at the very top of the bleachers and those bleeds not that there are that many rows but like i just think it's funny um and then the like two ring announcers come in to announce the show 
And I didn't think anything of it, but as they're like scooting away, one of the cars says she calls the other car babe. And I will say that this is another one of those Disney's first gay characters moment because she says it as they're like no longer the focus of the shot and the dialogue, like the audio is turned down because they're like far away and they're driving away. Yeah, I, I wasn't watching it with subtitles on. I went back twice and then turned on the subtitles to make sure that it was Babe. And then I checked the credits and their names are May yes. Pillar Durev and K Pillar Durev. Like yes. hyphenated. Yeah. So I'll be honest, I was watching this episode in a state of, like I was ready to lay down in bed while my friend streamed anime for me. And then mm-hmm. instead, I remembered that I was going to record this episode today, and was like, "Well, I guess you have to. Wa- I guess you have to watch three episodes of On the Road instead." And so I was in bed, not taking notes, half paying attention, half being asleep. So I did not catch that they said "babe," but also, uh, I just think women should kiss, just in general. So, well, oh, yeah, women meaning car women, you know, just in general. I mean, I also think that, and I think women should kiss me, so. Big fucking mood. Mm. And then, again, they do another circus, like, thing. The whole episode was just the animators showing off. Yeah. And they they deserve it. I mean, it was haunting, truly haunting. Did they deserve to do this to us, though? Yeah, because they had to do it. Very, like, if I had to see this, you do too. Mm -hmm. They had to do it to them. And Lightning is terrified the entire time. The whole time. He's, like, genuinely terrified of clowns. Like, hyperventilating. And they won't let him leave. Like, they very menacingly... Like, I say that there's no payoff to, like, the menace, but they very menacingly, like, move into the bleachers so that way they can't drive. There's, like, they're, like, security guard, like... Oh my god, that shot of the security guard clown? Yeah, it's so freaky. There were two of them. Oh my god, I hated it. They should have been, like, fucking kidnapped by this circus. Like, oh, I'm yeah. kind of on Paige's side now. Like, yeah. like, why did, like, why did they just get to leave? Because they got Ivy. They sacrificed Ivy. Oh my god, they killed her. She doesn't know. Like, they're never gonna see her again. Yeah. Mater was like, yeah, after the wedding, we should, when we drive back, we should stop here again and then see how she's doing. And Lightning was like, no, 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 we're not coming back. <laughs> Lightning McQueen is a terrible person in that read. <laughs> I think that they have like low level hypnotism mm. going on during the performance. And then I think that they also then take the bodies of the people they convinced to stay and hollow them out and then fill them with whatever. Cars? No. Oh. Not with their husks. I think this is a manifestation of one or more of Guido's siblings is what I'm saying. <gasps> Ex- what? Excuse me? Uh, Guido, the the demon. You no, know, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that yeah. you guys think he's a fucking demon. I mean, he is. You're right, uh, but... He's a speed demon, if nothing else. So It's all powerful. Guido is the messiah. Like, you see, you get what I'm saying here, though, right? Like, they... They fucking... They, I want to talk about how they clap. Because we see how cars clap. How they clap? I've missed it. They, the fucking Mater and Ivy clap. They're cheering and then they like 
bounce kind of like back and forth, like move their wheels, which was another really upsetting thing in the first episode, how far Lightning McQueen could extend his wheels. Yeah. That was true about Ivy too, actually. It was... Yeah. Well, Ivy's a monster truck. Like, so I kind of not... liked it because I'm a weirdo, but, but like my friend was not very happy that she had to see that. I do, before like we wrap up this specific episode, I the would drum like- The roll. Yes. Holy shit. One of the forklift cars does a drum roll. Mm -hmm. Holding drumsticks. Yeah. And I rewound it like three times and I couldn't quite figure out how they were holding it. You know, that's that's a problem with all instances of- Like they, they were holding something. Sometimes they just have like, they have like um, the cars who are uh, doing the race where they wave in the flag mm -hmm. in like cars one and cars two. That car has like a little extendo thing or the cars that um, are reporters and have cameras attached to them. They have like a little uh, metal things that like hold the camera and stuff. And then forklifts, mm -hmm. we know, just can kind of hold things, I guess. So I'm not too shocked about that. Oh, here it is. Okay, so they have... There's like the front of this forklift car has like a thing attached to it that has two kind of little arms extending. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the arms, there are drumsticks that are also attached to this little metal bit that like you slide the drumstick into one side and then there's a like a band that goes around the little arms that stick out. So that's how they do it. So they're not actually grasping it. Mm -hmm. But how did they get that stuff on in the first place? Right? I mean, that that is, it's it's hard to say, but like that is something that's on a lot of cars. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's something, that specifically, I don't know if you guys feel different. If you do, then, then, you know, we can go deeper into it. For me, that is not something that is like, how do they do this? That's just like, okay, that's something that's part of the world that we just have to accept that they do it somehow. I know I understand that they well, do it, but I want to know how. Yeah, I mean, part of this part of this podcast is not just accepting like well it's part of the world and That's true. and instead That's accepting true. and instead asking the question well how do they do it, you know? Yeah. Which like it's not to say that I don't that I feel strongly about this subject necessarily, but I think it is worth remembering that like any discussion of how things happen has merit on this show. Right, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's this great part. They bring Ivy uh, into the circus and they're like, we need a volunteer. And then Ivy goes up and she's like, oh, remember Monster Truck? That like when I when I was a monster truck and I smashed cars and shit and did a performance and stuff. And I said I would never do it again. And that's why I've been living off the grid. Fuck it. Let's just kill these fucking clowns right now. I and really so she, thought she was going to kill them. And I oh was, my God, me too. I was like, can we talk about how that car in the flashback was like, just do it already. That guy wanted to die. That guy, she was an executioner. Do you think this is death row? No, I do. Do you think all those cars were on the equivalent of death row? Not exactly. I think that they that they were on the equivalent of like death row specifically in like in ancient Rome in the Colosseum. Yeah, like gladiators. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like, I know it's... No, they weren't gladiators. They're the poor sons of bitches they put in the ring for the gladiators to kill. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But what? It, but this is, like, modern day. What is the prison industrial complex like in the Cars universe? Well, exactly, right? Like, that's the, that's the question, because we know... I mean, 
the sheriff puts a boot on Lightning McQueen in the first cars and then locks him in the dump in the, the, the junkyard. The dungeon. The dungeon. And that's the, just legal? He the Well, I was gonna say the policeman did it and but like that doesn't mean anything in terms of the law. Yeah. They don't follow the law. So I mean I don't I genuinely don't know, but gosh, I would love to get into the prison system because again, you know, there are so many things in the cars universe that we've discussed that are illegal in our universe, but have to be legal in the cars universe. Example? Such as grave robbings. You think grave robbing is legal in the cars universe? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know why this is. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait for the episode to come out. Oh gosh, what else? Public nudity? Yep. Are they nude? If you took their shells off, would that be considered nude? We've seen naked Lightning McQueen in Cars 3. We have oh, seen Oh, that's it. right. That's right. That, I'm sure there's another one. It's on my old conspiracy board that is in the trunk of my car. So I'll have to go check it after this. We could do an entire episode just on your old conspiracy board. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do that. Because a lot of it no longer works with what we know, especially with Cars on the Road. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... Oh, just to like finish this episode off. Ivy does the monster truck bit and it looks like she's gonna crush a bunch of clowns and then she does a bunch of cool cartwheels and shit um, ashton says clowns ashton means literal clowns (laughs) crush this clown um and like but it's like the bass drops and it's like it like shocked me like i gasped when it happened because it's her dance track that she was listening to. It's like the exactly, clown music yeah. mixed over the, the dance track. Yes. And it was amazing. Honestly, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But yeah. And so she stays at the circus and then Lightning McQueen and Mater leave onto their next destination. We then move on to episode six, right? Episode six. It just titled Trucks. Trucks. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> Folks. Episode six. <laughs> is a musical episode both this episode and the last one don't have plots as much as they have people on screen moving around you know so here's what i like about trucks great song first of all can we get can we just get that out of the way great great song great song the whole time i was thinking there's no way yeah that fucking dance song that they made for the past two episodes it sucked also, shout out to the car wash, the car wash from yeah. hell guy from the mid the mid credit scene of Cars on the Road episode five for just vibing to that music on the radio. Yeah, I think he might be God, but the production value, the quality of this song. Yeah, it was really good, folks. I literally wrote down, "I'm so sorry to all the parents who are gonna have to listen to this over and over again." Oh my god, me too. Listen. As I've said, I only listen to bad music, which is to say, if you've seen Letterkenny, let's be watching this show. You're an interesting person, Paige. <laughs> song, song fucking slaps, but here's what I like about trucks. It's fine. Shut up, Paige. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't Machine Girl. That's all. It wasn't Expensive Girl. Again, here's what I love about trucks. As a biracial Latina, this felt like a story where Mater sees someone like a truck, or if I, if it were me, if I saw a full-blooded Mexican person and I'm like, I feel like I'm not Mexican enough and I'm not a truck. Like I'm not Mexican because I'm, I'm half white. 
and then to see the trucks all except Mater made me feel like, oh, no, no, no. Despite the fact that I'm not into my culture as much as the average Mexican girl or, you know, even a biracial girl, I'm still Mexican and that's still part of who I am. I'm still a Latina. And that like really hit me in this episode, not to like get really deep about trucks, (laughs) but like, like it made me think about like trucks being maybe a race, you know, in a way that is like, they have their own community and their own styles and it's cultures. The thing is, I wrote down trucks is a metaphor for the queer community. I mean, we could say the same thing about bisexuality, right? Right, yeah. Exactly. There's yeah. a moment where they say they're like prouder together. Yeah. And like on a rainbow background. Yeah. And it's like, is this a metaphor for the queer community? Is being a truck like our like just the way they were talking about like being a community and banding together yeah. and like Mater not feeling like he was fully part of the community. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this the queer community? Are all trucks? If you're a truck, you're I good. think we need to back up. <laughs> so the plot of this episode, if we can say that it has a plot, yeah. is that Lightning McQueen and Mater are on their road trip. And they stop at like a rest stop on the highway, essentially. A truck stop, yeah. A, tr- a truck stop, which is called Truckies. <laughs> so T R U C K E Y. Truckies. Which is surely like the the in universe version of Guido's, right? Swallow, swallow the swallow the water that you just drank. Don't spit it everywhere. Don't spit it all over the place. Don't drown. Just swallow it. You'll be fine. You're making, waterbo- You're making Ashton waterboarder. You're making Ashton waterboarder. I know. <laughs> Dear listener, Ashton is trying valiantly to swallow a mouthful of water that she <laughs> took a sip of at a, a bad time. And she's trying not to do a spit take. Just put it back in the bottle. Just she's put it back in the bottle. Just swallow! Just something. <laughs> she made it through. Um, at the beginning of the episode, Mater honks and he makes a face like with like he uses his mouth to honk. (laughs) He uses his mouth to honk. And it was really upsetting. He was like, I don't feel like a real truck. And Lady McQueen was like, oh, buddy, you're a real truck, which just reminded me of that video of the dad. He's like, oh, buddy, you're a single lady. You're a single lady. Um, but anyway, they go to truckies and a big fucking, so like all the trucks there are like lorries, like 18 wheelers, like big, like big, big trucks. And there is a, I couldn't tell if it was a car wash or a bathroom, right. but one of the big know. trucks takes a breath and holds his breath. And the subtitles say holds breath before going into this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was a bathroom or a car wash. I wonder if it was a car wash. Yeah, because he, he's soaking wet when he comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> it's a truck stop bathroom. Anything could but was it? But what if it was the equivalent of washing hands? And I like, don't want to get into that, into washing hold on, hands. I, wanna, I need to rewatch that. I rewatched that bit it's like so eight sad. times. 
there is one line as well because like we as mater and lightning queen drive in mater's looking around at all of these trucks and they're all having their own conversation and my favorite line that i picked out was one of the trucks going hey, that's one for the trucks and i don't know why it really got me but having no context about what that was was so good to me now it's definitely a shower because like yeah so it's a car wash but holds breath yes they have is luck. it because he's trying not to be waterboarded by no. the car wash yes cars can drown we do know yeah, that, that. We know that but what kind of horrible design is it that like wait but a car wash is is that just a public bathhouse well you only go in one at a time right so it's yeah. not like a korean spa but it's but, like, like it, the doors don't close and like fucking mater goes into the car wash right behind ivy i mean it's not like you have to take your clothes off or anything yeah like that's yeah, like, but, like if we live in a society where we, we, we do live in a society <laughs> we live in a society where we didn't wear clothes where it was t- like perfectly acceptable like clothes was not a thing and there were stations around the world where you could just walk through and get a quick wash, I would do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be so great. Like, I'm like, oh, I just came back from a, like a, a run. There's a car wash, I'm just gonna, or a body wash, I'm just gonna stop by it, run through it real quick, and then I'll head on home. Yeah, but a like, car wash is like $10. Like, are you gonna spend $10 to, to do that? Well, I'm saying in this case, it would be like a public bathroom, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, that's what I would imagine. I've become, I, beautiful. <laughs> you just said you that it's like a public society. bathroom, and for that reason, I am out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to say, yeah, if I fucking, if I'm taking my, my dog on a walk, and I'm completely naked all the time, and everyone else around me is naked, and I'm, like, sweating my ass off because it's 105 degrees in Idaho, and I see a... a fucking body wash and all i have to do is like run through it real quick and then i'm like fully clean for the day Mm. and i can just let my hair dry on the way back Mm. that would be great for me Mm -hmm. that would be really cool i don't like being outside while my hair is wet should i become a nudist should i just move into a nudist well i want to talk about how the inside of truckies the convenience store looks just like a human world convenience store and i want to know how they get things off the shelves yeah that's a good question that's all yeah yeah anyway so lightning mcqueen goes inside of truckies uh... no page is uh page just mimed kind of licking something You gotta grab it. You gotta sort of like. Do cars have prehensile tongues? Because if they did, that would solve that would solve a lot of the problems. It would explain why he stuck his tongue. Why that was his first his like go to was sticking his tongue out to win the race, right? Yeah, I think we need to consider prehensile tongues as a possibility. We don't have any evidence for them, but hey, you know all those times you told me not to talk about cloacal kisses. I'm just saying, maybe there's a reason the tongues are prehensile. Um, so Blythe McQueen <laughs> goes into this truck stop, <laughs> and we don't, and we don't know how. I think maybe we should, or you guys should, dedicate an entire episode to trying to figure out how cars grab things. <laughs> but like, he goes in, and the second that he goes in, all of the trucks start singing. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, dear listener, who have hopefully watched this episode before listening to this. Or not. 
thought that um, this was just in Mater's mind. Or like, it's like a musical, yeah. like a, the musical logic where everyone sings and dances, but nobody acknowledges that. That is not the fucking case. Yeah, because it cuts to the inside of the convenience store and it's like muffled and Lightning McQueen is like... <laughs> He's wondering if he should buy a personalized gas cap, but they never have his which name, was, so like maybe that. he shouldn't like do that. it. Which was a very funny line, and I'm wondering if Owen Wilson improvised that. Every I, time that, there's a funny line, we're like, that was just Owen. No, there's no doubt in my mind that he improvised that line in the in the second episode about that being a lot of antifreeze. This one, I, I I could go 50-50 on. They don't actually hand him scripts anymore. They just tell him to react to Larry. Yeah. But while he's inside, like, he is not looking, but you can see through the doors, because it's like clear glass doors, that they the trucks are still fucking dancing, and you can hear the song is muffled. Mm-hmm. And then it gets worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then when we cut to the outdoors again, it goes dark. They make it night. They make it nighttime. So they can have all of their colorful spotlights, which I did not see any infrastructure for where the spotlights are coming from. But I guess if they can fucking like, fuck with the cosmological order of the universe to make it night for their musical number, then I yeah, guess they can fair. make Spotlights come from the fucking heavens. Mm-hmm. And Lightning McQueen doesn't notice it. So then I thought, okay, maybe maybe that was just a funny joke. Maybe this isn't really happening. Except in the mid-credits scene, yep. Lightning McQueen is humming the truck song, <laughs> thus confirming that it did happen. I just, this is why, this is another reason why I'm like, I don't think this can be canon, because... I just but isn't it funnier if it is (laughs) I mean it makes our job a lot harder if it is whether or not it's funny it makes the job of like you're only here until the until next week but we're here forever but I mean it's job security it's job security for you guys are you paying us who's paying us who can we talk to to unionize um our sponsor this week um, oh, just called, yeah. <laughs> Can you just run the ad again? <laughs> it was such a long bit. I was gonna say five below. Oh, that too. Do you want to run a five below ad real quick? Yeah. So five below. Get you get if you want if you want if you want magnets you want Yu-Gi-Oh magnets you want supernatural magnets you want friends magnets you want. Peppa Pig magnets, you want anime magnets, you want uh, uh, cars magnets, you want Name Disney's cars. Yep, we need more. Harry Potter magnets, Lord of the Rings magnets, Star Trek magnets, Star Wars magnets, um, uh, uh, local sports team magnets. There you, go, you got them all. Five more, actually. I'm sorry. Oh. I need more. Game of Thrones magnets, Legend of Zelda magnets, um, <laughs> um, Rick and Morty magnets. If you repeat a type of magnet, magnets, I electrocute you, by the way. Family Guy magnets. You did it. That's another five. One more for the road. <laughs> Can you get One it? One more. One more for the road. If you need, um, I'm looking around my house as if that's the answer. Um, if you need, 
statistically at this point, BTS magnets. Yeah. yeah. Then five below is where you should go. <gasps> that was so good. And five below is sponsored by the oh world's God. largest colon incorporated. Uh, you're about to be cool, Paige. Hey, kids. <laughs> Paige, I want to say Paige does it a lot. Not a lot, but like she's done it before where she'll turn around her gamer chair mm -hmm. and then sit on it like a cool substitute teacher. And it gets me every fucking time because it's always a struggle. See, this is, <laughs> it's also like extremely painful because the part of my chair that's like where my legs are presses right into the places that is like really bad for my fibromyalgia. Like, so like when I'm getting into it, I'm just like basically jabbing myself in my like... <laughs> most sensitive poke zones like the worst places to poke me i'm just poking myself there also i really like the squeaking the yeah. a lot of squeaking that accompanies it like it looks like a struggle and that's what gets me okay hey kids listen it's auntie page <laughs> if you want to get started on shoplifting shit go to five below and just take some magnets because they will let you do that so if you're trying to like get your start on camp, <laughs> that's a place to go like don't tell me how i know this but if you're gonna steal things go to five flow and take and take their magnets because you know what why not right and make sure you wait the subsequent <laughs> months years days <laughs> before talking about mm -hmm. it otherwise especially right, if you, you cross know. state lines because it is a felony offense, but also they're not gonna stop you. Come on, you think the you think the fucking sixteen year old who got this job because their mom's been on their ass is gonna like care enough to fucking tackle you in the parking lot? No, they're not even gonna call the police. It's too much effort. They're just gonna keep fucking checking people out. Is what they're gonna keep doing, and it's gonna be fine. Okay. Also, uh, written in the cars, nor anyone on it, uh, endorses uh, committing crimes or uh, stealing. I don't think you can stop me from shoplifting because you're not my dad. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't endorse it. We don't endorse it. Who's to say? I really liked how intimate that moment was before I ruined it. Yeah, I really feel like we had something special I'm there. just saying that if you do steal anything, go to that Five is. Below and take the magnets, okay? This has, been an, this has been an advertisement for Five, for five Yeah, Five Below is definitely going to love that five one. Five Below, the sponsor of this podcast, and the world's largest colon incorporated, the sponsor of Five Below. Yeah. Anyway, Trucks was... Um... It was bad. No, it was great. When Lightning McQueen comes out of the store... And all the trucks are like surrounding Mater as he sings the final note of this song. And they're looking at him like with pride and joy. It's beautiful. And and then Lightning McQueen comes out and they all are like, oh, and they all scoot away. Because apparently only trucks are allowed to witness this musical number. Yeah. Like only trucks can know about it. You can go to my only trucks, by the way, and uh, see me take my shirt off on camera. You know what's really fucking stupid about this podcast is that Ashton and I can say whatever the fuck we want, and it won't even come close to being as funny as Paige's one-liners. What did Lightning McQueen think when it went all dark outside like it was the fucking plagues of Egypt? He was looking for his name. 
I think he went into the bathroom for that part. I would have really liked to see what he was doing while that happened. I want to know how the trucks had the power to make it nighttime. I want to know how they had the power to suck him into the fucking pavement and put him into Tron, Neon Tron. Oh yeah, we totally skipped over that part. They send Mater to the Digiverse or whatever. (laughs) Which is why I'm like, this can't be this, like, okay, we can't accept anything in the show as canon now. But no, I guess we're keeping on trucking with, with it. With trucks, yeah. I think that it's much funnier if you consider this canon, because if trucks have this kind of cosmological power, like, are they just, like, waiting to, like, are they waiting to fucking snap? Like, could the trucks just take over the world whenever they want, but they're just holding back? Like, Jewish God, who can destroy the world at any time, but out of the mercy of his heart, is holding back? I think I heard Alex Jones talk about this once. No, no, no. Hannah was right about this being um, uh, an allegory for the queer community Mm -hmm. because that's the queer agenda. What? (laughs) It is? I knew I should have been going to those meetings. Fuck. I've been ignoring the text for months. Oh my gosh, you guys gotta get it. For years. You gotta get into that. Yeah, I got the first text and then I did an all cap stop and then they haven't been. Oh my gosh. Dude, so you didn't even get your special powers. What? Yeah. Is this like vegan superpowers? Exactly. Yes, it is. Can you be vegan in cars? If you're in cars, you have to be on the paleo diet. It's illegal to to do anything else. Well, if you have to eat gas, is gas vegan? Oh my god. If it's made out of dinosaurs. Okay, listen, I'm so sorry to interrupt what we were just doing, but I remembered something that I was thinking about earlier this week. Or uh, Natalie, my friend Natalie. She said, hey Paige, cars are descended from, like, directly from dinosaurs, right? Oh. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. They are the monkeys of our past. Yeah. Exactly. Carl Darwin wrote about this. Yeah. Carl's Darwin wrote about Carl's this. Carl's Darwin. Charles Carwin. Charles Carwin. Now, I like Charles Carwin better because then we can do uh, Carl's Barkley. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So Charles Carwin wrote about this. Natalie is the smartest motherfucker. Natalie cracked that whole thing open. It suddenly makes sense. Cars must have descended from dinosaurs. Either fuel in the Cars universe is not fossil fuel, or somewhere along the evolutionary chain, Cars developed the need for fuel made from their own ancestors to run. Once we finish the On the Road arc, I suggest we move into an arc that's exclusively about the magic system in the Cars universe. Well, because clearly it exists. They can make it nighttime. Yeah. Like, can one truck, did one truck do that? Is it like they need a collective, the collective power of many I trucks so. to turn it night? Is there like a truck god that they pray to and whose ear is bent to their every musical whim? And Mater was like the focus of the ritual too, because. What if that's how they hold things? What? Just tell Jesus. I mean, that's how the Veggie Tales hold things. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I've asked before. Like, yeah, is but it now like that there's tales? magic confirmed, I guess I don't know if it's magic. Prehensile cloacal tongue. I'm just saying. I 
I hate everything. One note I wrote down was what does car vocal pedagogy look what? like? Like the trucks, they were singing yeah. and they were all trained singers. So what does car vocal pedagogy look like? What does that look What's like? What does pedagogy look like? Pedagogy is like teaching, like style. Oh, sure. So like, what is it like? How, like I went to music school I've, I've been, I took, I took voice lessons for a long time. Like you have to learn about the parts of like the throat and the mouth and the muscles mm -hmm. and like what they do and how to use yeah, them. Well, they got those. Yeah. So like, I just, I, I don't think there's an answer to this. This is really a rhetorical mm -hmm. question. How does it, how does it work? It, it's upsetting as everything in this universe is. I feel like we didn't talk about the actual content of this episode a lot but honestly i don't even know how it's a choreographed musical number yeah. i think we hit the big points well, honestly if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched cars on the road first of all you're insane second of all it do yourself a favor and watch at least this episode yeah absolutely okay the one thing i do want to say about this episode is that there's a shot from above where Mater is in the center of six trucks, all sort of like pointed directly at him. And it will it was like three drive towards him and three drive away from him, and then they switch. And the others drive towards him and drive away from him. And there was like this really like... Something about the movement was very like thrusty to me in a way that made me go, oh, Mater is currently being fucked by these trucks. I, I feel like you guys didn't mention the thing that shocked me in this sequence. Well, tell which me. was the only thing that burned into my brain. Yeah. And that was a shot of a truck who sings a verse mm -hmm. or sings like, like a line, drives into the back of another truck. Yeah, that was fucked yeah, up. I hated that so much. And then that truck drives into another truck. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was bad. It's like the opposite of the clown cars from episode it's a, five. It's a Russian nesting doll of trucks. I just think I just think it's bad. I just think it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I'm just not, I mean the episode, the song is not bad. The song slaps. The song slaps. I think someone at Pixar right now who has like some relatively high up position in the company has a. I don't know if I want to say this to do these words to do a microphone. Well, I know what you're going to say, Paige, and I agree. I think this person um, has, a, has a fetish and is putting it in oh, cars on the road. That's that's what I'm Oh, I'm I was going to say, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the credits, the writer of the song was Lin-Manuel Miranda. What? So it wasn't. That was a bit. But imagine. What if it was? Hold on. I'm going to the credits just I would quick. not doubt it. tell you who wrote this song. I feel like Lin would do that. Nah, because Lynn would have tweeted about it. Trucks. Music by Jake Monaco. That's Lynn Manuel Miranda's alter ego, actually. Oh, look, I'm arranging the letters. I'm rearranging them. And they say, and they spell Lynn Manuel Miranda. How those other letters get in there? Where's the J go? Um, okay, so he's an American film and TV composer. He currently scores Amazon Prime Videos, The Stinky and Dirty Show, Netflix's Dino Trucks. Oh, what? There's a connection. There's a connection between the two of them. Do we can get this guy on the show? And Warner Bros. And Warner Bros. Be cool, Scooby Doo. God, he seems like such a busy guy, but I, but I would love to have him on Dino the show Trucks. It looks. Dino Trucks is not in the cars. Yes, it is. In my, 
in my heart it is. Listen, I have watched every episode of Dino Trucks. What? And that shit, first of Why? all, Ty fucking hot. Okay? I'll say it. I've said it multiple times. Ty from Dino Trucks, go ahead and Google him. He, I am sexually attracted to that dinosaur. Okay? I'll say it. I'm gonna look He's him hot. up. I'm gonna look him up and then I'm gonna give you an out of ten rating. This guy also scored um kindergarten cop two. Oh yeah, of course. Also scored a Cinderella story if the shoe fits. Oh. Uh, the Sophia Carson. Oh, the Sophia Carson one, okay. Um Scooby Doo and the Gourmet Ghost. Cinderella story, Christmas Wish. Ashton, oh. I'm currently rating you at like a four point five. What the fuck? Out of, whoa, out of five, whoa, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You're wrong, and I find I it just... embarrassing, but I don't think you should feel any shame for it. That's the four. I was just triggered by the cover of this A Cinderella Story Starstruck. Um, I was triggered by the poster because it reminded me of Secondhand Lions. We have definitely talked about Secondhand Lions before, and I, for the life of me, could not tell you what it is. He he contributed music to The Hangover, The Muppets, and Get Hard. We can't get this guy on the show. He's been with he's he's worked with Mister the Frog. He's not gonna come onto the show. And is okay. So an K. Cobb, an Israeli songwriter and music producer based in L.A. Also, uh, he he did additional productions. Oh, and here's all the truck singers. I'd like to give oh anyone uh Kara Lee Britz, Eden Espinosa, Jeff Lewis, Elizabeth Stanley, Jessica Childress, 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 Crystal Money Hall, Kyle Taylor Parker, Ryan Vasquez, Wendy Wagner, John Edwards, James Harper, Joe Santoni, Brooke Vil Villani, Villani, Villani. Would it be extremely annoying to at all of these people on Twitter and thank them for their contribution to our show? In fact, I think that you should, because then what if... Yeah, because I, I have nothing bad to say about Very special people. thanks to all the musicians who brought our score to life. Yeah. That's what it says. Well, well this well, has been written in the course, I mean, I on that note, yeah, do we have anything else we want to like, Listen really... to Friday Night Fights. That is <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Friday, Connecticut. Oh, that went that hard. And uh, listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. To be clear, that's uh, Nights with a K. Just to just to be clear about how that's spelled. Connecticut's. Uh, it's a great podcast. Uh, fun all around. Great ensemble cast. It's gay if that's your thing. And it's straight if that's your thing. Not completely. I want to be clear. We did not. Never. Nothing we ever are involved in is completely straight. Visit your local five below. Get a, get a magnet. I won't say yeah. what you should do with it after it's in your hands. Get a magnet at your local five below. See your local largest colon. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Stay humble, stay fresh, 
stay kosher, stay safe. And to all a good night. And uh, good, good, good night and goodbye, bang. Anything you'd like to plug, Ashton? <laughs> Just follow me on Twitter. It's at popsicle underscore Mike. I tweet about literally everything, but I'm always funny. So go on also, and uh, check that out. Also, just real quick, Ashen did not just now promote Friday Night Fights, but everyone on this episode is involved in Friday Night Fights in some way. Now, for me, that's just an emotional involvement. But <laughs> we, are all, we are all involved in some way in Friday Night Fights. These two are actually part of the production, and they fucking knock it out of the park every time. So... You can follow me on Twitter at uh, the Forisman, and uh, you can find any of the games I make. I make tabletop games uh, uh, at itch.io uh, slash brown paper games. Uh, you can also find on Twitter uh, my most recent game, uh, which is uh, Enter Patrocles, a game about two people who need each other's help to get out of the bad situation they're in, but to do that, they have to decide to trust the other person. Tip your waiters generously. Sage, give us that famous sign-off line. You can just take magnets. <laughs> you can just take magnets from five below. Five below. Just take the, grab the magnet, wink at the cashier, and leave. It's fine. Uh, check out for now. Check out! <laughs> no! Check out for now! Take it away, Fillmore. <laughs> Fuck. I fucked it up both this episode and last episode. Both times I fucked Thanks it Thanks for listening to Written in the Cars. To get involved, you can interact with us on Twitter. We are at Cars Conspiracy. If you would like to contact us to seek damages, no, you don't. Ka-chow for now. <laughs> <laughs>